Welcome back, TFA Podcast, Episode 6, Continuing the Story. So it's it's like a, yeah, it's a no-win situation, and I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And that's the way it went for a little while. I started developing pretty good relationship with this detective Lawrence and I just after that after they took me on the Glendale Police Department I spent the next two years working with them and building my business back up undetected for the next two years providing them with kind of like bogus leads uh, endless open-ended uh trails there was a couple of like you know buys that that i was i was setting up to do it took a big sting with me being the, the lead guy and it just didn't materialize and the person didn't show whatever it was so it was, looked like i was i was making a sincere effort i was like literally working with you know new people that i had to develop and build back up and get product and find new suppliers because that was, you know my main guys were done Rockstar was still, he was still doing his thing, keeping tight, keeping eyes on me. And you remember Rockstar, he's, you know, he's working directly with the cartel. So obviously they're keeping ties on me too. And the, the danger of me being exposed under this death. <laughs> so that was hanging in, in, in the balance as well. But I wasn't working with, with Rockstar. I was drumming up and starting over. And that's what I did. I started over and I had to start over while being a, a confidential informant and like they weren't they didn't file charges against me but there was a there was a date but if they didn't file something within like 18 months the, the case was dropped so i'm just working it working and working it and i developed like such a good relationship with them and kim lauren i would just like call and act like uh, i had some really good hot info that i just got and it, half of it, it would be true you know i'm back down to like the street levels but working my way back up i'm just like if i hear something if some you know because they all just love to gab 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 on that level and so you just you feed me some information then i could take that information and i could feed it to them and they can go run with it and it really doesn't affect me or the people that i'm working with i started but finding dealers that i knew i needed to start using as leverage in the content in the projects area big business it was going down but it was going down on that fucking gang level shit and I had to drive into fucking Compton, like a, a white guy driving into Compton like, late at night and get deals done. And I got to tell you, man, that was a fucking nerve wracking experience going down there. And especially the first times it was like, oh, man, this is fucking the deep dish. Like they know I stick out like a sore thumb. And uh, yeah, man, it was. And that's when, and when Compton was like all up in the movies and shit. It was like on the map as far as being a fucking uh, a gang riddled fucking area. And so I was going down there and uh, I was working with the, the like Mexicans, um, Mexican gangs and, and, and stuff like that. I wasn't dealing with the Crips of Bloods. But I started working with the, these guys and they, they liked the, the fact that my business. So they wanted my business and I brought it and I go there and nobody was going to fuck with me because I was there to do business. So it kind of just got a little bit easier. And, uh, and I would only just see these guys like, you know, like w once in a while here and there and just to keep, keep tabs open. And I actually did 
for the next two years, like once we got to like getting close to that 18 month time period and she just basically told me she was like listen we're not going to file any charges against you we're we're just going to let that go we just want you to honor your your end of the bargain and work with us you know until until something substantial uh, takes place so it's like i'm already like i haven't the feds haven't fucking come back on me they apparently i'm thinking they don't got shit and they were just kind of fucking bullshitting me and i'm bullshitting them and they bullshitting me and so i didn't give them anything they already, you know, they already knew who the players were. So it was like, now the 18 months is coming. Uh, I'm, I'm basically built back up my business and I'm kind of thriving again. And I am thriving again and everything's kind of just going well. I have a, a major distribution in, in Miami that is proven to be very lucrative. And I'm working with this guy out of Miami and, you know, we're doing consistent business. I'm still working with Rich. Uh, so things are just like kind of like right. I just start, right around that, that two year mark, that eighteen month mark. I'm right kind of like back to to where I was, but not in the um, not in the sense of like that profile, high profile, or that position. I was like just under radar by doing my by myself kind of thing. I was just I was doing my thing. I didn't have any didn't have any runners, and I didn't have any 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 people working for me it was just me handling working with a couple of key figures the miami connection rich and then some local uh local people that i had been you know been working with me for for years now that that were trustworthy and we just kept it steady and that was it and it was very quiet very low-key i'm home it's 10 o'clock nine o'clock i don't go in and out of the house it's you know i go out once i come back and that's it you, you there's nothing else going on and most of this stuff was being shipped anyway so we're doing good. I'm living in Glendale. I'm building it back up. Obviously, the money's not going in the the, uh, the bank account. I'm kind of like I'm vesting now. I'm like buying properties, trying to do it the right way. Just get this shit money out, get it get it in investments. So it's just something solid. I, st- I was invested in a call girl service. It was prostitution, yeah, but it was you know it was a call girl partner that I had. Fuck a couple hundred thousand dollars in that thing and I'm invested in fucking a prostitution. Nothing good. I'm not making the greatest of decisions or good business partners, so to speak. It's still the criminal world. And that's the world I was living in. So now Glenn, my Miami guy, he calls me up and tells me that he's working on putting together a big account. Now, this could be like 10x volume weekly deal with some serious uh, players that want the product they want to do business large purchases on a weekly basis i'm going to set up a meeting we're going to come down i was like all right well this could be big time shit right now like really big it's miami like they, they want to do big business like i come down with a few guys have a meeting nothing you know not, nothing's going to happen just meet you know he's, he's he's already screened them out he's already done that work and now I'm starting to think of counting the dollars. I'm like, wow, that, this is really, really good. Be good. Like, let's do this for a little while. This could just fucking launch right into just get out of this and, and call it a day. I'm, I'm almost getting there. I'm getting close to just kind of being out of it. So they come down and they're setting up the the, the, the meet. And they, they want to meet down by the docks. And I'm like, the docks? Like you want to, what, what is this fucking Miami Vice? We're gonna go down to the docks, and I'm just gonna be sitting on a dock, fucking cornered. Uh, like I'm not, you know, like what do you think is going on? They, you know, they want, they want to obviously get a sample, and you know, I mean, they, they don't need a sample. They already got it from you. I'm not 
feeling any i'm starting to just be like it just you know there you go those little nuances i'm like the docks i'm like no that's not happening i'm like we're not going to the docks i'm not meeting anybody at the docks i set up a place we'll sit down whatever you want to do have a quick meet and then glenn you work it there from there like it's this is your account obviously have to make some kind of effort to get the deal secured they want to do like a, a 10 pound initial purchase they apparently they drove they're not going to fly it back they're going to drive it back and so they have drivers drove in going to load up the car and just drive it back that's that's their plan and so we're going to meet Nothing's going to happen on the initial meet, and then we'll make arrangements to put this thing together shortly after that day or so. You know, they were just concerned about getting, you know, they didn't want to get robbed, and so they don't know me. They're not just going to bring hundreds, thousands of dollars and take a chance on getting, and I'm just like, listen, I'm a businessman. My reputation speaks for itself. You're not going to have any problems. Uh, You know, let's just take it a step at a time and not get into like this whole panicky thing. I'm trying to talk them down as in like, you know, I don't know you. I don't want to meet. I want a place that you decide, you know, all this bullshit. I'm like, all right, well, just let's go to a neutral area. So cut to the chase. I get there. Then Glenn gets there kind of waiting for these guys to show up. And, you know, he's been telling me, you know, that good guys like you know, pros, pros, but they, they, you know, they have shit in place and been dealing with them for a little while. So they're really on board with this. They just want to make sure everything goes good the first time. I'm like, totally understand. I get it. No problem. Like, let's just, you know, reassure them. Everything's going to be fine. I want them to feel comfortable. So now I'm always scouting the areas. I'm always like eyeing the whole terrain and looking and seeing anything that could possibly give me any indications. And so now we go into Carl's Jr., Carl Jr. to get something to eat. I'm waiting online. I'm talking to Glenn. Somewhat out of the corner of my eye, I just noticed that they're just kind of like a little bit somewhat looking over, somewhat paying attention to us. That's all I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just like, everything is susp- when you When you're like this, you, it's like you, everything is suspicious. So you're, you're overthinking everything, like at this point, anything and everything, any fucking car that just seems to be uh, following you. And it's just, that's just the, that's just the way it is. Paranoia. So you're, you're constantly suspicious of every little thing. And like maybe nine times out of 10, it's 99 of a hundred. It's not the case, but you're still suspicious. So you're just analyzing everything. So like now they're on my radar. And so now I'm just kind of like paying attention to them without revealing it. Corn eye, just kind of scaling. So then we sit down and they kind of sit down and behind us or, you know, I'm just sitting there and I'm saying, and we're talking and Next thing you know, the, the guy goes, he walks past our table to go get like, a, I don't know, napkins or something at the counter. And I see it, like somehow or another his, his shirt rises up in the back and I see the fucking cuffs, gun and, cu- and handcuffs like clipped to the back of his belt. And I'm just like, motherfuckers. I'm like, listen, Glenn, let's get the fuck out of here this deal is done we're being set up um that's a cop and we're fucking being set up right now the deal is done i'm not doing a damn thing and get rid of these guys i'm like get rid of them do not deal with them fucking cut them loose it's over nothing's happening have a good day and he was like really fuck shit really you think 
He's like, oh my God. He's like, fuck, man. He's like, all right, man, all right. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Let's go. So I leave. And then I notice the fucking, the cop, so to speak. He, he kind of just like walks off into the distance. Like, like he's trying to, he kind of knows that the jig is up. And, uh, and that's it. I'm like, have a good day. See you later. Bye. I'm like, wow, that was close. I'm like, damn, I knew that was too good to be true. Fucking next day, he Glenn calls me and he's like, dude, I think I, he's like, I think you're, I think, I think you're being paranoid. I think you're overreacting. I like, he's like, these guys, they, 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 they drove down here. They were, you know, they got, they're ready to fucking make a purchase. And like now, he's like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm like, dude, just get rid of them. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to say? Like, they're, I'm not dealing with anyone. I'm like, that's it. This is, it's not happening. And he's like, he's like, I think he's like, why don't we just do this? He's like let's just calm down he's like you you know uh, me you and one other one of just the one guy we just meet and just just feel each other and just like there's nothing happening no deals no nothing no product no money just sit down and and just have a conversation i think you should consider it you're you could be overreacting here like just because this a guy's in carl's jr is a cop doesn't mean like we're being surrounded and there's a sting operation going on let's just kind of like give it at least a talk and then see how your gut feels after that and i'm like hmm fuck maybe am i overreacting am i being paranoid these guys drove off they're already here they have the money if it is legit, it's kind of embarrassing. And then I'm, you know, this deal's done, and he looks stupid. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll meet your fucking guy. Um, we'll, we'll meet in, in, in downtown Los Angeles. I'll just talk to the guy. Fuck it. So now I get down there. Glenn's there, and he's kind of like, you know, you know, they're good guys. He's like, I got, you know, I think they're all right, man. He's like, I, th- I think we need to just kind of like consider this. This could be really good. I'm like, really, man? I'm like, so you've been dealing with these guys? I'm like, you really you, you feel good about this? Yeah, the guy shows up, and we're sitting, and, you know, I'm looking over. I'm scanning everything, and I get the guy reading the paper. I'm like, he fucking totally looks like a fucking undercover watching me right now with the paper, the newspaper, peeking, whatever, acting like he's not paying attention. Then the guy sits down. Oh, how you doing? He's like, you know, like, you know. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, whatever he was saying, like, we, we want to do this, but like, I don't want to get robbed. Uh, things are getting a little crazy. And we, you know, we came down here and we thought we were going to do something. And like, I'm like, well, listen, you know, like, what do you want me to tell you? You know, I'm not trying to waste your time. But then like, I'm looking at this guy and I'm just like, man, he, he just doesn't seem right. I'm like, I'm like, let me just fucking, I'll play along, play along. And then I'll just fucking, I'm like, this guy's a fucking cop, man. He, the way he was talking and like, you know, it just fucking screamed it. It was just like, it was a bad acting performance and none of it fucking was jiving with me. How he was talking, how he was, I was like, man, I'm like, you literally are like trying to talk like you're out of a movie or like, you just like, like you got the fake version or or the, the, yeah, like the. The, the 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 public version of what how you think this whole all this shit happens and nothing you're saying is making me feel comfortable. I'm like, listen, we'll we'll see what we could do. We're not gonna do nothing today. We'll, uh, Glenn will be in touch and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. We really like your stuff, and I'm like, you know, obviously the product is it speaks for itself. You don't have to sell it; it sells itself. 
we'll work it out. We don't, you know, he's like, well, what if we just did one as a gesture? We'll take it back. Nothing crazy. You know, you know, I don't think so. I was like, but I'll let you know. I was like, I don't think I could do anything right now. I don't have anything. And I'll let you know. And that was it. So goodbye. And then I just told Glenn, I'm like, Glenn, they're fucking cops, Glenn. They're fucking setting you up. They're setting me up and you need to fucking cut them loose. Do not do any business with them ever again i'm never having a conversation with any of these fucking people ever again it's a fucking wrap all right so trust me on this and just get rid of them we're done here thank you lucky stars that nothing happened and just just go about your life because this is a setup period and that was it send them off his way and i just dodged a serious bullet i was just like wow thank god you know dodge that one i'm sharp it's hard to get me man i'm really good i'm really good at fucking figuring shit out and outthinking you the opponent and i was i was literally fucking outthinking everyone even myself <laughs> so but it's still riding the you know that that tight wire and i didn't feel you know i think that kim lawrence glendale please those guys kind of like they liked me they trusted me they, 18 months with them and they they dropped whatever case they had took me for face value as in like listen he's a good guy he's got his head on his shoulders you know obviously he fucked up but he's he's turning around that was the the image it's like it's four months after that little incident it's like six in the morning they break the door down it's the uh, the miami um dea (laughs) the miami dea had arrived at my door and four months after that incident that almost went down took place these guys now showed up in their uniforms and arrested me thank you for tuning in to the fail academy podcast if you like the show subscribe and leave a rating let's keep this thing moving it's more to come